Grace to you and peace from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Our text this Sunday, the seventh Sunday after Trinity, is the Gospel reading, Mark chapter 8. In Psalm 23, King David confesses his faith in God's loving kindness. He gives thanks to the God who shepherds him beside still waters and who restores his soul by the saving word. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, saying David, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. The Lord's word and sacraments, his rod and staff, comforted David in all distress. The psalm continues. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Here David continues to praise God for his kindness and grace in Christ. The forgiveness David had by faith in Jesus overflowed into a wellspring of eternal life. Yet there were other ways in which David's cup overflowed. For example, the Lord provided for David a wife and children. He provided a faithful friend in Jonathan. David had food and drink, a home, a throne. Even in the midst of his enemies, the Lord provided for David. He provided for his soul by granting him forgiveness of sins through faith. And he provided for his earthly needs as well. He didn't do all of this because David deserved it. Quite contrary, as we know, God provided for David because of his own grace, his own love, his own compassion. In our text from St. Mark's Gospel, we see our Lord's compassion on display as he abundantly provides for both soul and body. In our text from the 8th chapter of St. Mark's Gospel, the Lord is continuing his work of preaching and teaching, even among the Gentiles. Earlier in the Gospel, our Lord had said to the Canaanite woman, as we heard back in Lent, I was sent only to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Yet by healing the Canaanite woman's daughter, Jesus showed that the forgiveness and life that that are in him don't belong only to those who are descended from Abraham according to the flesh, but they are given to all who receive Jesus in faith, both Jew and Gentile alike. This good news, that God freely forgives all who repent and believe in Christ, regardless of race, drew people to Jesus. Many of them traveled even great distances to hear the gospel from our Lord. By faith in Him, in His upcoming death and resurrection for the forgiveness of sins, they were indeed forgiven and inheritors of eternal life. St. Mark writes that on one occasion, a great crowd had gathered and was listening to Jesus, but... They had nothing to eat. 
Now, whether they had forgotten to bring supplies or whether they had run out, we don't know. What we do know is that this crowd had remained with Jesus for three days. They were listening to him preach and teach, and none of them complained about how long his sermon was. They only desired to hear from him the words of eternal life. But now they were were without food. Jesus called his disciples to him and said to them, I have compassion on the crowd, because they have been with me now three days and have nothing to eat. And if I send them away hungry to their homes, they will faint on the way. And some of them have come from far away. Our Lord had been feeding them food for their souls for three days, but now they needed food for their bodies. And our Lord did not send them away to fend for themselves. Instead, he had compassion. He had the crowd sit down on the grass Then he took the seven loaves of bread and the few fish that the disciples did have. He gave a prayer of thanksgiving and through the disciples distributed everything to the crowd. They ate and were satisfied, Mark said. All 4,000 plus of them. When they went to gather up the leftover broken pieces, there were seven large baskets full. With this miracle, Jesus again demonstrates that he is God. What's more, this miracle gives us a a beautiful and comforting picture of our Savior. Jesus tells us why he did this miracle. He said, I have compassion on the crowd. Jesus felt compassion for his little flock and set that compassion to work by abundantly providing for them in both soul and body. The Holy Spirit teaches us in the letter to the Hebrews, chapter 13, that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. Because Jesus is God, there is no change in him. As Jesus was in the gospel reading, so he was at the creation of the world, part of which we heard about today. Now, when our first parents doubted his word and disobeyed his commandment, he did preach to them a word of law. Because of their sin, among other things, Childbirth would from then on be painful and man would have to work the ground to eat of it. Then, because of sin, they and all mankind would die. Yet our Lord always preaches both law and gospel. Even there in the Garden of Eden, our Lord's compassion was on full display. He promised to Adam and Eve that one of their offspring would defeat death and the devil. In the Garden of Eden, Genesis chapter 3, Jesus showed compassion by promising his own death and resurrection for the forgiveness of sins. Such as Jesus was then, so he is 
now. Out of compassion, Jesus continues to daily and richly forgive us our many sins. Though we of ourselves can do no good thing, Jesus continues to show us his compassion. He continues to cause his word to dwell among us. He continues to place his word in our hearts and upon our lips, both here on Sunday and throughout the week. He graciously comes to us and dwells in us also by the blessed sacrament of the altar. There, Jesus distributes to us the same body which was broken and the same blood which was shed for our forgiveness on the cross of Calvary. By his word and sacraments, Jesus creates faith and sustains us in it. He gives to us the forgiveness of our sins by these means. And through these means of grace, he assures us that we are indeed forgiven. Our Lord's compassion doesn't stop at providing for our souls, however. Out of his great compassion and his love, our Lord also provides for all our needs of body as well. He causes the sun to rise and the rain to fall. He makes our crops and animals grow. He gives us homes and jobs and families and food. In short, all that we need, He graciously supplies. He provides for us through others and and through us provides for even yet others, those whom He places in our lives. He doesn't do any of these things because we deserve them. For we truly are not better than King David on his worst day. Jesus provides for us because he has compassion. In the gospel, Jesus knew what the crowd needed even before they did. Before they could ask, he was already at work providing for them. This was King David's faith, and it is our glad confidence as well. Our compassionate Lord Jesus Christ abundantly provides for all we need in both soul and body. Now with the Old Testament reading, psalm and gospel today, all speaking about our Lord's creating and providing, it's also a good opportunity for us to confess together the meaning of the first article of the creed. The first article, if you remember from your catechism days, is this. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth. Because our God is triune, though we speak about the first article as being primarily about the Father's actions, the witness of Scripture, of course, is that the Son is included in the work of creation and the Holy Spirit as well. So let's confess together the meaning of the first article of the creed, which you will find in the front of your hymnal. Together. I believe that God has made me and all creatures, that he has given me my body and soul, eyes, ears, and all my members, my reason and all my senses, and still takes care of them. He also gives me clothes and shoes, 
food and drink, house and home, wife and children, land, animals, and all that I have. He richly and daily provides me with all that I need to support this body and life. He defends me against all danger and guards and protects me from all evil. All this he does only out of fatherly, divine goodness and mercy, without any merit or worthiness in me. For all this it is my duty to thank and praise, serve and obey him. This is most certainly true. Now the peace of God which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and minds through faith in Christ Jesus. Amen. Amen.